0: The Conscious Café. This podcast is designed to wake you up, blending old soul knowledge with new age intellect. I'm Izzy, your host, and I hope you enjoy this week's blend. It's time to wake up. Are you ready? Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Conscious Café. Today is day five of joy to the soul and once again, I just want to thank you all for everyone who's following along with this, whether you are subscribed to the email list and are filling out these prompts yourself or you're just here listening with me walking on this journey. I want to thank you. It has been absolutely amazing to see all of your comments and messages from those who are following along talking about how even after just 5 days, they're seeing an impact in their lives from joy to the soul. So thank you so much for that. You all truly do inspire me to keep going because I'm not going to lie. I almost didn't record a podcast today. I have had a really long, very busy day, and it's been wonderful, but I've also been feeling all the emotions, and so I almost skipped tonight, but I wanted to keep in the spirit of the challenge and acknowledge that one of my commitments for these 30 days was to do these nightly reflections, and keeping that, I'm going to keep today short and sweet, but here I am showing up for what I said I would do for this challenge. So, That being said, I actually didn't do my morning routine this morning. I did have my lemon water and I did do my breath work and took a few deep breaths and moved my body, but instead of speaking with my inner voice, I decided to read a book instead because that's what felt really good this morning. So I did that and then it is my mom's birthday today or was my mom's birthday today, so I went home to spend the day with her and I was able to just spend the entire day with her and my little sister. We went to a bunch of different Christmas markets and we saw the parade downtown, and we even got to go look at Christmas lights and watch a movie at the end. So it was just truly a really beautiful day. And honestly, it was really interesting because it was one of the first days since this challenge has begun that I haven't been in my typical environment of either being in my apartment by myself or on campus taking a test since this journey has started. And it was the first day that I've actually been out living quote-unquote real life, if you will, out with the people, out doing things, all that good stuff. And so it was really the first day that I kind of got to watch this new commitment to experiencing and being present each day in action. And what really struck me today was that when I was around people, and especially I noticed it at the parade because there were just people everywhere, but this whole day when I was out in public and around people, I didn't have to think about being present or if I was experiencing life fully, I was just fully in the moment. And that's a difference in being present and trying to experience life that I really picked up on today because when I'm in my apartment and I'm by myself, there are times where I am truly in that present moment state, not thinking about what's happening, I'm just doing it, living it, experiencing it. And then there are other times where I'm aware of the fact that I'm trying to be aware of the present moment, if that makes sense. It's like a metacognition that happens where I'm thinking about what I'm thinking about, and then I'm trying to get myself to think about being in the present moment. And you can imagine that that's Mentally taxing at a certain point. And so today I really noticed the difference between when I was trying to be present and when I was actually present. And being actually present means that I didn't even notice that I was present until after the moment was over and I stopped being present. So that metacognition wasn't there. I wasn't thinking about what I was thinking about. I was just living life. And so I was. Thinking about it after the fact and thinking about everything that had happened that day and all the moments that I was fully living and not aware of myself and in that kind of flow, fully present, loving, and aware state, and then the times when I wasn't. And I realized that the times when I wasn't were the times that I was thinking. And now, this is something that I've been noticing more and more in my day-to-day is how much I think. I mentioned at the start of this challenge that I tend to have a pretty strong mind, and if it's not occupied with something, it will focus on whatever is stressful or worrisome or whatever it can pick up on at the time. And so... I have been noticing in general that I tend to have a lot of thoughts, and now I've never considered myself to be an anxious person, but I have noticed, especially this semester, how many thoughts and how often I find myself caught up in my mind and in my thought world instead of the world that's actually happening here and now. And so I've been feeling the call, especially these past few days since we started Joy to the Soul and since I've started becoming even more aware of those thought processes to try and stop thinking so much, which is shockingly difficult considering that, you know, we all have a meditation practice. We've all walked this journey and done the healing. And side note, if you can hear footsteps in the background, I am filming this in the basement with my dog and you can probably hear his feet on the wood. So sorry about that. But, you know, we all we all have a self-care journey. We all have a meditative practice or a self-care routine of some kind. We've all done this spiritual healing work. And so we all know those moments where you can just be and exist when you're meditating and you don't have to think about what you're thinking about, right? You just let your thoughts come and go as they are without attaching to them. And I think this really goes back to what I shared on day three about this idea that if you're trying to change your thoughts, that means you're still attached to them. But I've been noticing this pull that I've been feeling to let go of thinking so much, you know, and thinking things like, if I weren't worried about what other people were thinking, which is actually today's question, but if I weren't worried about what other people were thinking, what would I be doing? Or if I didn't know whether this thought, this feeling, this situation, etc. was good or bad, what would I be doing? Or if I weren't worried about if this was spiritually advancing or spiritually evolving or the flip of that, what would I be thinking? And again, even what I mentioned on day one of if I were a child, how would I be living this moment? And obviously, you're probably sitting there thinking, but Isabel, those are all thoughts. And that's very true. And so today, I really tried in those moments after, especially the morning when I had realized that I had been fully present, not trying to be present, but just being present, I spent A little while in the afternoon trying to think of how I could be more present and I just came to that realization that at the end of the day you have to let go of your thoughts not that they have to not be there But there's a difference between trying to let go of your thoughts so that you can be present and just being present. And of course, this is something that philosophers, uh, religious beacons, teachers, enlightened masters, etc. have been sharing with us and trying to understand and answer this question for thousands of years, is that idea of how can we be present. Because if you're thinking about being present, you could make the argument that you're not actually present. And now we're getting into a lot of semantics. But essentially, today I just noticed how much I think and that those moments when I actually am present are the moments where I'm not trying to be anything. I'm just existing. So I think I want to start incorporating that into my day-to-day more. And I was actually, I was sharing this with my mom and I'll share it with you all here because it's been a big part of my experience lately. I've noticed for the past month or so that I've had this kind of gnawing sadness at the root of all of my experiences lately. And it's not tied to a certain situation or a person or a thought or anything like that. It's just kind of this gnawing, sinking feeling in my stomach and throat area that's just kind of been there and I've just been noticing it and you know for for all my women who are listening that it, you know that feeling you get two to three days before your period starts and you're just in that kind of depressed, sad, heavy state. It feels like that, but it's continuous and it's been at least a month, maybe a little longer, that I've just been noticing this in my experience. And Today, I was just really feeling it, and I was realizing that when I was feeling it, I started thinking about the fact that I was feeling it, and then I started thinking about the fact that instead of feeling joy and happiness and etc., with my situation, I was thinking about the fact that I was sad, and then I got upset with myself that I was thinking about that instead of being present, and then it just turned into this snowball where then I started thinking about... How this moment's going to be over sometime, and you know, on Monday I have an exam, and what if something goes wrong, and oh, I have to get this done, and it just snowballed. And I noticed that that feeling of sadness was a trigger for all of these mental thoughts and mental trails that I've dug into my head. And they're all kind of anchored around this feeling of sadness, even though the sadness itself isn't anchored to anything. So it's just been interesting to notice that and to have it be part of my experience. I'm not quite sure what to do with it yet, but um, I am sharing it with you all. And just like I shared it with my mom, just because it is part of my experience and it is something that I'm walking with through these 30 days. So I'm just opening up those doors and, and allowing universe to understand that I acknowledge it and I see it and I'm curious to see what comes of it because it has been a somewhat unpleasant experience that I've had kind of at the bottom or the root of of my day just kind of woven in and I, I would like it to not be there obviously but I'm trying not to resist it or get too attached to it or anything like that. But again, you can hear my mind start to start thinking, and that's something that I'm trying to release and not think as much and just be. So that being said, I will go ahead and move into the prompts for today. I invite you like we have been for the past few days to just get comfortable, take a deep breath in, and out and just connect to yourself, to your body to your core, to your center and as you take a nice deep breath just ask yourself how am I today? not how you should be not how you think other people want you to feel but how are you truly here and now As you continue to feel into that i'll go ahead and say our mantra and quotes for today so our mantra is i am not my past i am not my future i am my now and our quotes for today is there is one grand lie that we are limited the only limits we have are the limits we believe and that was said by wayne dyer You begin to fly when you let go of self-limiting beliefs and allow your mind and aspirations to rise to greater heights. And that was Brian Tracy. And then the last quote of today is my favorite, and it is, I want to sing like the birds sing, not worrying about who hears or what they think. And that was Rumi. So today's journal prompt was, using the list of events from yesterday, identify any trends or similarities in those memories. Write down the three most common emotions, thoughts, situations, or similarities you found. I found a lot of similarities, so I thought I'd share them all here, and like I shared yesterday, all of the situations that I found were based on this fear of pain and loss and hurt. So today I was looking through the experiences I shared yesterday, and I noticed that they were all based on external perceptions of me, how other people were perceiving me, or even the fear that I was feeling in those experiences was based on the external perception of me, perceptions that told me I wasn't enough or that I should have tried harder. All of those experiences left me feeling like if I had just done a little bit more, they wouldn't have happened or they would have been different, even though at the end of the day, none of the circumstances were necessarily under my total control. So it left me with a feeling of fault when there wasn't fault, but I also understood that it wasn't my fault and there was often a lot of Anger and frustration that if people could just see how hard I'm trying, then they would understand. And again, even that one is based on this fear of people judging me because from the outside looking in, maybe they feel like I'm not doing enough or that I wasn't trying hard enough, even though on the inside I really was and I was really struggling. So that being said, some common emotions that I found were helplessness, shame, anger, betrayal, fear, sadness, despair, and the feeling of being misunderstood. And what really struck me as I was filling out this journal prompt was especially things like helplessness, anger, sadness, and despair. I was noticing how common those were in all of the experiences that I identified with this limiting belief, and I realized how I do not let myself feel those emotions in my present life. I noticed that Those feelings, especially helplessness, shame, anger, fear, sadness, despair, those are emotions that I don't allow myself to feel. And I hadn't really noticed it until I wrote them out all in a line like that. But it's really interesting to me that the feelings that I associate with being bad or that I don't want to be having are the same emotions that all of these situations left me feeling so that was just an interesting connection I made Um, and then some common thoughts that I identified in those situations were kind of like I shared a moment ago if they could just see all the things I'm doing they would understand I can't do anymore and there was also this feeling of, of wanting to just break free to scream to let it all out to just explode because the weight of those situations and the weight of the external perceptions and just all of that pressure just felt like too much and I couldn't handle it. And I wanted to just let it all out and be free and be done with it and be gone. Um, So that that was my answer to today's journal prompt. And again, that kind of big breakthrough moment for me was noticing that those really common emotions between all the experiences I've had in the past tied to that fear of pain and loss are all of the emotions that I try very, very, very hard to not feel now. So that's just something interesting I noticed. So today's gratitude prompt is think about the best piece of advice you ever received. Take a moment to send some gratitude to the person who gave it to you. I actually had a very hard time with this prompt because I have received many, many beautiful moments of really great advice, and I had a hard time narrowing it down to one, but I can say that the most common person in those best advice moments was always my mom, and I am incredibly grateful for her and for our relationship and our connection, and I try every day to make sure that she knows it, but the one that really struck me and stuck out in my mind for best advice was there were so many times, especially when I was growing up, where I would get, shockingly, too much In my head and I would start to go down a dark or ugly path and my mom would just look at me and she'd say Isabel just stop and of course me being me and and an adolescent and a teenager I'd be like but I can't just stop I feel awful or I'm thinking this or whatever was going on in my head and she was like Isabel you have control if you don't have control over your thoughts who does and she would say to me it's your choice you have to choose And those moments were always really difficult, because of course, in the moment, I'm feeling very overwhelmed, and I'm feeling stressed, or upset, or depressed, or whatever it was I was feeling. And to have someone say, basically, you're choosing that emotion, you're choosing those thoughts, can be really hard to hear. But every single time, it just snapped me back, and it helped remind me that you really do have a choice and it and it is your choice and obviously clinical things that are based on hormones and neurotransmitters and that's a different story but the times when you get stuck in your head or stuck in a thought cycle or an emotion pattern those are you have control if you don't have control over your thoughts who does so I'm always very grateful for my mom for being the person to kind of give me that slap in the face when I when I really needed it most even if I didn't want to hear it at the time so That is the best piece of advice I've ever received. And then today's question was What would you do today if you weren't worried about what other people think? I love this question because it's been something that I've actually been trying to live by more and more each day. Um, And it's definitely something that I feel this question is best answered when you're in the middle of living your life rather than necessarily when you're sitting at your journal filling out a journal prompt because there's probably not a lot you would change uh, when you're filling out a journal prompt than if you were, say, in the middle of grocery shopping or fully living it your life. So I'm going to continue to say that that's a question I will continue to ruminate on and experiment with in my daily life, and I'm going to go ahead and move on to today's challenge, which was turn on your favorite song and dance for the entire time. So it being Christmas season, I turned on one of my favorite Christmas songs, Sleigh Ride, and I danced the entire time, and it was really, really lovely. So that is all I have for you all today. Like I said, my main takeaway from day five is really this idea that I want to stop thinking so much and analyzing everything and I'm really feeling called to just let things be, whether it's my thoughts, my emotions, my present moment, myself, my body, everything. I'm just really feeling that call to come into not even stillness, but just awareness and and not even awareness just presence just being just existing and not analyzing or overthinking or attaching or any of those things so i'm not sure what that means for the rest of the challenge because these these prompts are very cerebral and they are meant to get you thinking and to get you analyzing so it will be interesting to see how i integrate that new awareness and that desire to just be into the next 25 days so thank you, thank you, thank you as always for listening. I hope you are enjoying the challenge. If you would like to share your experience, please join me in the Facebook group. Send me an email or a message on Instagram or, or anything like that. I truly do love connecting with each and every one of you. It is always such a joy and it makes my day when one of you reaches out or I get to connect with someone who's walking this journey with me. So Like I said, all the love and the light in the world. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you tomorrow at the Conscious Cafe. Thanks for coming to the Conscious Cafe. Join me next week for your consciousness refill, or keep the vibes going by following me on Instagram at izzy.into dot into the deep, joining my Facebook group or heading over to my website at welcometothedeep.com. You can find all the links in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here and until next week. It's always a beautiful day at the conscious cafe.